global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. The aftershocks of the U.K.'s vote to leave the E.U. reverberating across financial markets after a weekend of political turmoil, with the pound extending its record sell-off and European equities dropping to levels last seen in February. Let's go to the first bird breaking news desk for today's morning call. Here's Bill Maloney. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Karen. That's right. Breaks that follow continues with the U.S. futures under pressure this morning. Dow futures lower by 119 points, S&P futures drop 14, and Nasdaq futures decline by 35. The U.S. 10 yield drops to 1.47%. The Nikkei jumped 2.4% overnight, while Europe is also under pressure with most markets down 2%. The pound fell below Friday's low, and the U.K. 10 yield dropped below 1% for the first time on record. On the U.S. economic front at 8.30, advanced goods trade balance at 9.45, market U.S. services PMI, and at 10.30, Dallas Fed. In other news, the Financial Times reported that Intel is said to a sale of its cybersecurity unit. And in deal news, Medtronic to buy hardware for $58 a share in cash. Finally, some of your Wall Street upgrades and downgrades. Bank of America downgrades to semis, NXP, analog devices, and Maxim. Invesco cut to neutral over at Citigroup. Manpower Group downgraded to neutral at Credit Suisse. Agco cut to underweight at J.P. Morgan. And Lenar raised to outperform over at Raymond James. Live from the First of Breaking News Desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Karen? Thanks, Bill. To hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg, type Squawk Go on your terminal. That's S-Q-U-A-W-K Go. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Karen, uh, thanks so much. Stability to the tape. We were negative 18 before, and now we're negative uh, 14 as well. And now joining us, E.J. E. Dion yes. of the Washington well, we're Post. At, we're in Washington and uh, the Brookings Institution. Yes. And the, the man we uh, turn to for uh, good political well, advice and the man that perhaps uh, the owner of a Scottish golf course should turn to for good political advice. Well, that would make true because he is truly one of our great writers and thinkers on American uh, religion. He did this out of Portsmouth Abbey in Rhode Island, south of Boston. Uh, a, a number of years ago, Mike, why don't you pick it up on Mr. Trump and what E.J. Well, let, let's just about. go there. Uh, Donald Trump goes to Scotland to the reopening of his Turnberry Golf Resort and says, uh, Brexit may be a good thing because I'll make more money as the tourists come to Scotland. Already, that was Friday. Yesterday, Hillary Clinton was on the air with ads saying, how could you possibly do this? Uh, is Trump finding out that he's now in the big leagues of uh, political campaign? It's great to be with you guys. Uh, Thank you. And I don't think Donald Trump is going to call me for advice, and that's okay with me. Um, I I found, uh, you know, every time you say Trump isn't going to surprise me anymore, uh, he surprises you again because he has been completely unable to separate himself, his personal business interests, from the fact that he's running for president. I mean, this is an astonishing thing. How many people lost how much money? And I'm not just talking about really rich people, but take a look at all the people in their retirement accounts who were just hit so hard by Britain's decision uh, and the market's response. And here all Trump can talk about uh, is, or the main yeah. thing Trump talks about, 
uh, is the fact that a low pound will make people come up to his golf course in Scotland. It was really amazing. And so it's not surprising that Hillary Clinton uh, jumped on that because, you know, one of the many issues that's going to be used against Donald Trump is this extreme narcissism. I mean, I'm, I'm almost getting sick of the term narcissism. We are all using it right. about Trump, but it's very hard to find a term that better describes his approach to running for president, and a lot of people are afraid to being president if he ever got there. Yeah. E.J., you were doing multicultural religious analysis before it was even thought of in America. I think you uh, worked on that for Madison and Washington a few years ago. And as usual, you've got a brilliant sentence suggesting that the candidate, in this case Mr. Trump, seems uncomfortable around the subject. I don't recollect that America elects uncomfortable people. Bob Dole, who was a great American hero, he struggled with uncomfortable. Help me with the word uncomfortable and what you observe. Well, when you see Trump talking about religion, it seems to be of a guy for whom uh, it is not particularly important. Remember that line during the primary where he talks about the wine and the cracker, uh, which is not somebody who sort of reveres religion, a kind of line uh, they use or the way he refers to Scripture. Yet he knows that uh, conservative, white conservative evangelical Christians are a very important part of the Republican base. And so um, he knows he has to talk about it. And, um, you know, last week I wrote about this sort of attack saying we haven't heard anything about Hillary Clinton's religion. Um, well, obviously he hasn't been listening. Uh, everybody, including Clinton's critics, know that method, her Methodism is very important uh, to who she is, just as every critic of George W. Bush uh, took very seriously his religious commitment. And here you have a candidate who not only goes after Clinton's religion, um, he asked, is Mitt Romney really a Mormon? Uh, and, of course, when you look at uh, Romney's life, his faith was deeply important all the way through. He went after Ben Carson for being an Adventist. I just can't, I, I cannot remember, and I'm not sure there ever was a politician uh, who went so directly at the re different religions of so many people. And I think with Trump, um, it's not clear what he wants to say uh, on the, right. you know, on the offense. Right. So he does it on the, uh, on the offense on right. behalf of himself. So he does it on the attack. He also says, by the way, right. everybody will be able to say Merry Christmas in stores if he's president. Right. I don't know how he's going to legislate that. AJ, thank you so much for joining us. We've got to keep it short today because of news in Europe. Mr. Dion is with the Washington Post and the Brookings Institution. Mike, that's a stunning headline from the Chancellor of Germany. Truly well, it stunning. is it is the it is the latest uh, on the whole topic. Angela Merkel talking in Berlin says there will be no informal talks before the UK files its EU exit papers, triggering Article 50. Uh, however, she is leavening that by saying she has some sympathy if the U.K. needs time to I file. wonder if those talks go with Scotland as well. I would presume they do. Well, that uh, it, it, it isn't uh, clear from yeah. the headline, but the Scots are hoping to negotiate with the EU yeah. to have a path to remain in if the uh, Eng English and Wales portions of Great Britain want to leave. That's how they do in the, new Euro the Euro soccer match going on uh, right now. What I know is the bid came out of the market, negative 13. We're now negative 16 on futures. Dow futures, negative 133. Uh, Sterling, uh, if I can find it, there's you in there. There's 131.62. From Washington with Alan Greenspan, Bloomberg Surveillance.
The With All Due Respect highlight coming up, brought to you by Land Rover. If it's in your nature to cast off the everyday and seek adventure, the Discovery Sport was built to help your search. Visit Land Rover, tristate.com, or call 1-800-FIND-4WD for details. Land Rover, above and beyond. <laughs> 